Words matter. They can change the course of your day. Just listen. You are brave. You are stronger than you think. You have value, worth, and dignity. Don't you feel better already? Welcome to Speak Healing Words, the podcast. Join author and board-certified life coach Janelle Reardon as she opens a very important conversation about the power of our words. Hello and welcome to Speak Healing Words, the podcast. I'm Janelle and I'm so, so happy that you have made your way right here. I'll be guiding us today in in our conversation on rewriting your own story. We're in week four of our four-week Lenten series. We have been diving deep into the power of story and the impact that our story has not only on our, our life, but on our family's life, our community's life, our church's life. All of our stories are vital, and each one of our stories, whew, it's God-breathed. God breathed you into being. Genesis 2, 7. He poured out his breath. He breathed in his breath into you and you became a living being. I know I talk about that a lot, but it's hard to get past. Ah, that moment when God decided, he made that God-sized decision to create you and to create me. Now, you know, I'm a person of faith, a woman of faith. I come from a biblical worldview. I see the world through the frame of God and his word and his power. And so there is no greater time to talk about story than this week. On the Christian calendar, we call this week Holy Week. With the primary celebrations well, if you call them celebrations, let's say remembrances, begin on tomorrow, which is Monday, Thursday, commemorates that beautiful washing of the feet that Jesus experienced with his disciples. We move into Good Friday, where we ponder the great sacrifice that this man called Jesus made for us. And then we move into Holy Saturday where we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And then the great hallelujah comes on Sunday when Christ has risen from the dead and brought to us this beautiful new story of how we can live our story. So I could not, I could not move forward in our, our thoughts and our study of story without talking about the greatest story ever told. Now, I understand that maybe many of you who are listening, maybe it's not as true to you as it is to me. I met Jesus. I didn't meet him flesh on flesh, but in the spirit, I had a Jesus encounter my senior year in college. I felt his presence in my life. I felt his calling on my life. And I did a turnaround, a metanoia, a repentance, a... I became a new person. At that point, my senior year in college, 
together with God and with his son Jesus and with the power of the Holy Spirit, I began rewriting my story. And I've been rewriting my story and rewriting my story. And now living into my new narrative. A lot of healing has had to take place as evidenced in the books that I write and the blog that I write and the teachings that I teach and the seminars that I have. And all of that has led me through such a beautiful labyrinth is the only way that I can explain it. Times feeling so lost, so desperate, so sad. Times feeling so joyous and amazing and happy. And through all the twists and turns of that labyrinth, I came home to my true self, which we talked about in an earlier podcast, the difference between our true self, which I call our God-breathed self, and our false self, the one that we have learned to be, our coping mechanisms, our defenses, our disordered attachments, our search for meaning in everything but God and everything but ourself. But this past year, particularly, even since January, has been quite a homecoming for me where I feel like I have truly come back into my skin and I am totally the God-breathed Janelle that he breathed in me to be. And it is my utmost hope, my, my earnest prayer, that my story somehow informs your story and that you too will experience a beautiful homecoming of really coming home to that true God-breathed self that God created you to be. It is a journey. And as we know, life is about the journey and not the destination. But it, sometimes it feels really good to get to the destination. And for me, that destination is wholeness, freedom, truth, integrity, joy. And so today, before we go and celebrate the great hallelujah this upcoming Sunday, Easter Sunday, I just want to take a look at one woman's life that Jesus impacted fiercely, much like he did my own, and he helped her rewrite her story. My dear friends, my, my dear, dear friends, this is what Jesus did. He came from heaven to earth, took on the form of a infant, of an infant born to a virgin named Mary in a humble stable. He came as a servant. He did not come as the king that he was. So he left his kingdom in heaven and came to the kingdom on earth. And according to all that is written in the beautiful ancient text of the Bible, he came to redeem the story of mankind. We can flip all the way back to Genesis where the Bible uh, begins and read about the fall where God's creation, Adam and Eve, made a choice as they were lured by the enemy, telling them they could be smarter and wiser and they could be God. And as history records, Eve took a bite of the tempting fruit and at that point, everything changed. We call that in the Christian doctrine, the fall. And so the story of Jesus comes, he comes to earth, he comes to correct that, to redeem that story. 
lot of big words in Christianity, redemption, justification, sanctification, glorification, um, sacrificial living, so many big words, but they all come down to this one beautiful, beautiful truth that Jesus, well, that God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to earth to redeem us. And this week is the story of that last week in Jesus's life where he took on our sin. He took it on and was hung on a cross, took our sins upon him, and he redeemed the world. He took our sins upon him and he redeemed the world. And then three days after his crucifixion, he triumphantly rises from the dead. And that's what we celebrate on Sunday. The one and only prophet that has walked on this planet that actually died, was buried, and rose again. I love this man called Jesus. So today, I just want to share in short this beautiful story of this woman named Mary, Mary Magdalene. And we meet her in Luke 7. And I'm just going to read a bit of that. Now, one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him. The Pharisees were those religious people of the time. And so here comes this Jesus who is preaching this new way of relationship and love about the kingdom of God being about righteousness, peace, and joy, not about rules and rituals and regulation. And so he's reclined at the table and when a woman, it, she's described this way in Luke seven thirty seven. when a woman who had lived a sinful life in that town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. What a brave act. What a bold act. This, I cannot fathom. We have to understand how patriarchal this religious society was. And for a woman to walk into the home of a Pharisee where this man called Jesus was eating and reclining, she comes in the middle of all of that. Big big taboo there. Luke 7, 39 says, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered the Pharisee, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said, two men owed money to a certain moneylender. So Jesus starts telling a story. This is why I love our Jesus. Always use story to bring forth a rich lesson about life. One man, one money lender owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. So he canceled the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. In other words, one moneylender owed him $5. One moneylender owed him $5 million. 
So perhaps the one who was forgiven the $5 million payback would have loved him more. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. And then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon the Pharisee, Do you see this woman? Wow. I just really, that sentence always takes my breath away. In other words, you you don't really see this woman. I mean, obviously he saw her. But Jesus is always speaking in such beautiful undertones of richness. Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. He says to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So flash forward with me to the week of Jesus's uh, journey towards the cross, the Via Della Rosa. And we go to John, the book of John, to John 20, verse 10. Now, Jesus has died. He's been crucified. He's been buried. And they, the disciples and all who had followed Jesus are just waiting and waiting and waiting. So in verse 10, I'm going to interrupt in the middle of the story, but in verse 10, it says, then the disciples went back to their homes. This is after they have put him in the tomb and they have dressed, you know, adorned his body put the fragrances and the um, perfumes on him. And so the disciples have gone back home. But Mary, ah, yes, this is the same Mary that we just read about, Mary Magdalene, Mary of Magdala in Luke 7. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. Here she's crying again. She loved Jesus. He had rescued her from a really bad story, from a really bad narrative, a negative narrative that had kept her oppressed and bound in, and everyone in the city knew her narrative, and they scowled upon her, and they wanted to stone her, and here comes this man named Jesus who says, let me help you rewrite your story, Mary, and he does, and she's just so grateful. It's recorded that she's one of the seven women that had followed his journey in his ministry and supported him. This is post her redemption. She follows him. She supports him. She um, helps his ministry. So she's standing outside of the tomb. She just can't leave. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus's body had been, past tense, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize that it was Jesus. Now, this woman knew who Jesus was. She had cleansed her, his feet with her tears. John 20, verse 15, woman, he said, why are you crying and who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, 
If you have carried him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned to him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. She recognized him then. She recognized his voice. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left. She went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Well, glory, hallelujah. My dear friends, I just wanted to offer you that story because Jesus's whole entire life was about helping people rewrite their story. Mary Magdalene of Luke 7 and John 20 is just one of those people. Jesus came onto this kingdom of earth to help you and to help me rewrite our stories, redeem our lives, and live our God-breathed purpose. I hope, I hope that this great hallelujah, this great hosanna, this celebration of Easter for you will be as eye-opening and awakening as it was for Mary when she recognized the voice of Jesus and she ran to tell everyone else what he had done for her and where he was. And my friends, Jesus loves you. He came and died on a cross for you so that you could rewrite your story and live a redeemed life. For more on this, follow me over onto my Facebook page at Janelle Rarden or at Speak Healing Words and JanelleRairden.com. And I will see you next time. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and conversation, please join the Speak Healing Words community at JanelleRairden.com.